This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. On Wednesday, President Joe Biden announced another release of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to reduce fuel prices. The latest move from the White House is part of a larger existing plan that was announced back in March to release 180 million barrels of crude oil into the market throughout the year. But the timing and details are important here. White House officials know Biden needs to take on a more visible role in tackling gas prices just weeks ahead of the November midterm congressional elections. At the same time, the president is limited in his options and is holding back on taking more dramatic and riskier action for now, like limiting fuel exports. So today we check in with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about the details of Biden's latest announcement, why the White House might be holding back, and the GOP's criticisms. It's Thursday, October 20th. So Ben, the Biden administration has announced another release of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. So break down those details on what it's doing and why it's happening now. What it's doing is it says it will soon it has authorized another release of 15 million barrels. I mean, it isn't a huge deal. This was kind of like the tail end, like the dregs of the 180 million barrel release they authorized back in March. So that was kind of like not a big deal. I've talked to some analysts who are thinking that that 180 million release from back in the year actually made a lot of sense. This latest one saying we're going to making kind of a big to do about actually finishing up. A few folks I've talked to think it's more about, you know, trying to get a headline to show that the president is responding to OPEC's announcement a few weeks ago that it was going to cut supply. The other kind of detail, which is still to be seen or to be decided, is whether the administration is going to later announce a whole new SBR release if the markets don't quite go as low, I guess, as they want. So that's kind of like the gun that's still unfired. They've also announced that they will at some point start refilling the SPR. I think the thing kind of holds like 600 and 700 million barrels. We're down to about 400 million. They want to start refilling it when oil prices slide back down to like around 70 bucks a barrel, which folks think will be around 2024. Gotcha. And so why isn't the administration taking more dramatic action, at least for now, you know, things like limiting fuel exports, which we know have been talked about? There's not much they can do. The idea of limiting fuel exports would create a lot of havoc in the market. I know there's a lot of people who think, well, if we stop exporting, prices will come down. People I talk to think, yeah, that'll be true for a little while. But then what will happen is you cut off one of the biggest growth markets for the U.S. Oil companies will start closing in wells because they won't need as much production. And eventually prices may start rising. The bigger issue, I know DOE has talked about this as well, but not as loudly is the real problem with fuel prices here is that we have several major refinery outages. Our refining capacity in the U.S., our refining industries, kind of on crutches right now. There was a few refinery outages in California. There was a big explosion that killed a number of workers over in Ohio. And the U.S. refining industry writ large was kind of running at full capacity for a while. And these are old facilities. And if you run them that hard for long, they'll start breaking down, as as we've seen. So the DOE has kind of made noise about, well, maybe we'll try to do things to kind of up capacity. But that slow, steady process, if it works at all, and I haven't seen anything suggesting that they've come up with a lot of answers on that front. So exports get all the talk. 
but probably wouldn't do much, at least temporarily increasing refinery capacity would do more, but we don't hear much about it from anybody. Right. So this move from the White House is, of course, getting heat from Republicans who don't seem satisfied with Biden's pledge to refill the reserve going forward. So what are you hearing from Republicans and also the oil industry? The oil industries, at least companies, are kind of just shrugging it off. They're like, yeah, we already knew this This SPR release was kind of in the works. I mean, this, again, is just the last tranche of the release they authorized in March. The trade associations and Republicans have been kind of blasting the administration, saying what you really should be doing is upping U.S. production of oil, and that'll get things you know, back in line and The administration has been kind of like trying to publicly shame the industry in increasing production, but oil companies just aren't going to go there. They're still sticking to their capital discipline guns is what they call it. They don't want to invest too much more in production because they're not sure where prices are going to be in the long term. They're not sure how much oil demand will be there in the long term. So nobody wants to kind of invest to really increase production if they don't think they can sell those barrels later. You know, if you read some analyst notes, they're saying that there's absolutely no increase in capital investment funds coming from the industry anytime soon. Also, on Wednesday, the Biden administration announced $2.8 billion in grant awards to support domestic electric vehicle battery production. DOE announced that the grant funding, which comes from the bipartisan infrastructure law passed last year, will go to 20 manufacturing and processing companies for projects across 12 states. It is intended to help develop enough key battery parts for over 3 million electric vehicles. The Biden administration also launched a, quote, whole-of-government effort to secure a reliable and sustainable supply of the critical minerals that power everything from electric vehicles to homes to defense systems. Ultimately, the Biden administration hopes the grant funding, combined with private sector investments, will leverage more than $9 billion overall to boost production of EV batteries. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.